This is Kafya, exploring the rhythm of Hindi and Urdu Sahitya. Welcome to Kafya. I'm your host Nidhi, and on the intro episode of this very nerdy podcast, I introduce you to this very nerdy podcast. This is a place where if you're any kind of a literature nerd, language no bar, you will feel celebrated. If this podcast were a boat, I would be your captain, telling you some of the most visually appealing stories as we sail through a lake of endless literary beauty. For every episode, I'll be at this lake shore to tell you stories with such depth and ebb and flow that at the end they stay with you in whichever manner your mind allows them to. Now before we get into why I started this podcast, let's break down the name of the podcast. The word kafia is a technical term in Urdu poetry. The Arabic origin of it means to follow. And what do you do with the rhyme? You follow it. So in this podcast, we study the rhyme, meter, cadence, rhythm and meanings of Hindi and Urdu literature. Now I'm going to use the word sahitya to refer to the combination of Hindi and Urdu literature because the latter is a mouthful. So for every episode, I pick apart one of my favorite poems and I take you through my interpretations of the genius that is present in this genre of writing. Here I will peel before you the infinitely layered onion that is Sahitya. And with each layer, you will find yourself becoming an even bigger nerd. Let's go down to the basics first. Let's look at how an art thali of art, Sahitya can fit. Now if you're someone who has grown up in parts of India where you consumed art in a different language, it's possible that your plate has Sahitya in a tiny bowl. Or... You could be someone who has consumed sahitya in a bigger bowl. Or you could be someone who has grown up speaking and hearing Hindi and Urdu. Then your plate is completely different. Regardless of your plate, there was most likely a bowl containing Hindi movie songs. And whichever plate you've consumed from, if you're here, you liked some part of that art to give it a chance. Depending on your consumption of sahitya, this next part will either be informative for you or a nice little walk down memory lane. So those of us who are kids in the Hindi-speaking regions of India got acquainted with Sahitya through bedtime stories, school essays, poetry recitations, etc. I remember names like Champak, Panchatantra, Chacha Chaudhary, Akbar and Birbal stories. We had authors like Prem Chand, Ramdari Singh Dinkar, Mahadevi Verma, Harivan Shai Bachchan. After that, if you grew up around Sahitya, you may remember names like Manto, Isma Chuktai, Fez Ahmed Fez. Or you could have had no brush with any of these names. Either way, you're going to hear these names and many more in this podcast. I'll tell you about my plate of art consumption. I grew up in a music-loving family. So I was always listening to 50s, 60s, 70s Hindi songs. I grew up around ghazals and Hindustani classical. We spoke versions of Hindi at home, but of course, education was primarily in English. So, I don't know exactly when I went from thinking in my mother tongue to thinking in English. But I've been a nerd since a young age, 
So reading was the first thing I ever felt very strongly about when it comes to consuming art. My reading became dominated by the English language. So when I started writing, I think I was in seventh standard and I used to go to these coaching classes where the teacher one day gave us an essay writing assignment that we had to finish within an hour or 30 minutes. But she was really impressed with what I produced within that hour. And she gave me a 10 on 10 for that essay, which was a few minutes before she told me I'd failed an algebra with seven out of 50 marks. Apparently I'd failed because back then I spent most of my time reading fiction, which was sadly only in English. And I was pulled further and further by reading fiction in English while getting pushed further and further away from Hindi writing. It also didn't help that Hindi songs weren't a treat back then and English was becoming like the cool thing to do. So I will admit, my seventh standard brain turned me into that insufferable brat who thought she was smarter than others because she could speak and write well in English. How I was shown my Akkad. Deeply grateful for that, by the way. Growing out of the bubble of superiority that speaking English is considered in India, I'm very glad that I began to recognize how English is probably the last language one should feel superior for having a good command over. But you know, this is where the art consumption bit is important to explore. Consumption of art in India can be a unique journey for every person. But if we're looking at it from a generational point of view, we know that while we were growing up, we got convinced vehemently by everything we consumed that speaking English makes you better than everyone. Then again, discrimination on baseless grounds is one of the most favorite activities in this country. So obviously, while we're being told that English makes you smarter and better than everyone, at the same time being fed with garbage Hindi songs and movies, it was very easy for so many of us to just shut off the self-aware parts of our brains and believe that consuming art in English was much cooler than other languages. Despite growing up in a very desi music-loving family and knowing that I was surrounded by some great works of art, by this time, I was a writer writing and thinking very consciously in English. So my literary education was limited to Wordsworths and Shakespeare's and Austin's and Shaw's which meant that I barely ever wrote in Hindi. And this was quite a sad realization because I remembered that my Hindi essays were also appreciated at school. So I had to note that the effects of the kind of society I lived in played a really important part in shaping my consumption of art and how I make art myself. Because if you can't think in a language, it's very difficult to write in that language. So my identity as a writer was limited for a very long time. But I began to explore Sahitya in a more focused manner, in a more appreciative manner. And I realized that the things that I found admirable and incredible about Western writers had been done by South Asian writers long ago and in a much better manner. Now, this was the first reason behind making this podcast. Here's reason number two. 
my short journey into appreciating sahitya has made me realize that this art deserves to be consumed by more people this art deserves to be understood and explored and delivered to people who are unfamiliar with it the little that i have translated and attempted to interpret from sahitya i've been mind blown over and over and i think this needs to be shared i've been lucky to have been exposed to this art enough for me to want to share it with people because language i think should never become a hurdle in consuming good art so this podcast is my attempt to sidestep this hurdle and bring good art to whoever is listening and i really really want art nerds to feel supported in this environment so if you are an art nerd this is the perfect podcast for you if you're not an art nerd which you're clearly living in denial because you're still listening if you're not an art nerd i'm sorry but you're going to be if you keep listening now we're at reason number 3 for why i started this podcast i love writing which like if you're here and you know me you know i love writing right there's nothing and i'm not even exaggerating this nothing i would rather do than write all the time so my writing life in english has been great and i get to consume some amazing art through this language i write in this language and most importantly i make my living on this language but it's been a very humbling experience for me to learn that there is so much art outside this stupid curtain of colonization that deserves to be seen so anyway this podcast is just me documenting my studying because one of the things i love doing with my writing is experimenting with it which means i have to keep learning and consuming different kinds of art and sahitya plays a huge part in it because i want to write in hindi and urdu not to mention this has made me feel more connected to myself as a writer and it has made me understand how intricately art and artist are linked i find this commonality in so much of sahitya because a writer's environment and personality play a significant role in their writing but of course we excel most when we imagine and exaggerate things and a good writer can write pretty much anything and make it good we find the clearest examples of this in film adaptations of great literary works let's take hamlet for example the play itself is a great work of art but you give that script to vishal bharadwaj you watch it fit beautifully in a desi context you give the same script to love ranjan you know what would happen so art and the environment we live in are deeply intertwined so i think it's vital to study writing in your mother tongue because language informs so much of our lives and understanding why a certain poet would use a certain word in a certain situation for a certain purpose all of this context is so important when studying classic works of art in any type of art whether it's painting or sculpting or filming or writing sahitya is very nicely focused on the things that matter things that should matter lifestyle 
socioeconomic conditions, politics, governments. All of this is important and should be talked about and included in art. Which brings me to a question. Why are the greatest works of art the greatest works of art? It's because there's a lot going on behind the making of a good piece of art. So many layers, so many things to consider. And I think Sahitya does this incredibly well. This podcast is just me learning how to be a better writer by peeling apart the infinite onion of Sahitya. Here's reason number four. I want to draw attention to the fact that Sahitya is popularly limited to romance and breakups and longing. For instance, some of the most popular ghazals are thought to be romantic and about heartbreak and about the poet's lover being harsh and ruthless. But the more I've studied Sahitya, the more I've realized that romance does not even scratch the surface of those layers. While we have beautiful renditions of heartbreak through ghazals like Ranjishi Sahi and Dile Na Da Tujhe Hua Kya Hai, we also have rebellion anthems like Parchhaiya by poets like Sahil Lutyanvi and Aurat by Kefi Azmi. So there's a lot happening in this world that deserves exploration. I'm glad that platforms like the Rekta Foundation are still trying very beautifully to keep the relevance of Urdu and Hindi literature at an equilibrium. And Rekta is like my jam. I'm literally always on Rekta when I'm trying to understand and read and listen to poetry. So this podcast is my tiny little contribution to this movement of preserving Urdu and Hindi literature. I think this preservation of art is very important, especially given that so much of Sahitya has been pivotal in shaping our social justice movements. The most glaring example of this is writers like Manto and Isma Chuktai, both of whom wrote with a kind of freedom that still makes people uncomfortable. Because of their amazing ability to show the truth in a manner that hits you with a huge rock of reality. Manto and Chuktai were prose writers, but Fez Ahmed Fez, who existed at the same time, his poetry became anthems of protest in the country quite recently. These works are valid even today, which is sad given that the context of their writing was colonization and partition, but also this is what makes these works classic works of art. So it must be reiterated to people who enjoy Sahitya that romance and longing are just one layer. Now this brings me to reason number five. The inspiration behind this podcast, Mirza Ghalib, my favorite poet of all time. Now, disclaimer, I am not an expert in Ghalib. I barely know anything. I'm still learning as I go, and I think I will continue to keep learning more and more about his writing all my life. So there will certainly be many of Ghalib's works explored in this podcast, but there will also be other writers I love. There will be Kamla Bhaseen, Momin, 
मीर तकी मीर ताक दहलवी साहिर लुधियानवी फैज अहमद फैज सारली देर आंट मैनी नेम्स ऑफ वुमेन पोएट्स इन हियर बिकॉज आई मीन देर वर्ल्ड एनी बैक देन बट लेटर ऑन देर वर सेवरल वुमेन राइटर्स ऑफ प्रोज सो सम एपिसोड्स विल ऑल्सो बी ऑन द वर्क्स ऑफ अमृता प्रीतम महाश्वेता देवी कृष्णा सोपती कमला दास एंड मोर Sahitya has been a device of change in India. So I really want people to peel this onion with me because I promise you it's so much fun. This podcast will talk about grave themes and serious issues that have plagued us historically and continue to. But there's equal parts of absolutely beautiful writing and some light-hearted stuff as well. Most importantly, you will come away with so many pretty sounding words and phrases. There are stories of allegories and references made by poets and why certain things are being referred to and I just hope that you listen and learn and feel good after consuming good art. Now if you've come this far into the introductory episode of Kafia, I'll give you a glimpse of what's coming. The first episode surprise surprise is dedicated to my favorite poet of all time the transcending agent of chaos that is mirza ghalib his ghazal hazaro khwahish aisi which i believed in the past was him describing the pain of his lover dumping him is actually a pristinely packaged commentary on the growing power of the british in india and how he was burdened by survivors guilt i look at the less popular verses of hazaro khwahish aisi and break down their meanings finally forming an overall message of how society functioned during galip's time with this podcast i hope to tell you more about the power of south asian languages and this is limited to hindi and urdu because i am limited in my literacy some day i hope to learn more indian languages and appreciate writing that comes from everywhere with kafia i hope that you my dear listener find a nice little artful escape from the depressing confines of existence come listen and appreciate some good and worthy art with me right here on kafia